about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. It's time now for lower league football chat. <laughs> Over the Jurassic Park music. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we know that you love this so much that we use it sparingly. Because <laughs> if we became known for lower league football chat, we'd just be in a tiz and you wouldn't be able to focus on the day ahead. So we just do this once every few months. Because, Matt, in footballing terms, I'm about to date your ex. Yes, yeah, you are. You could potentially be going out of the frying pan into the fire, Dave, because the man who used to own Nottingham Forest and was not very popular at the club and brought about a steady decline year on year, every season we'd get lower and would like to meddle in first-team affairs as well. Mm, he was a, a Q80 fridge mm, I magnet. I love that at my club. Q80 fridge magnate made fridge his money magnate. in refrigeration oh. in Q8. <laughs> uh, Fawaz Al Hasawi uh, owned us for many years and yeah. was very unsuccessful and loathed by the fan base. Great. And he has been pictured at the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> and there are rumours he's about to buy your club. The home of my beloved League One Cholton Athletic. Um, so many tweets, hashtag CAFC. Uh, thanks to all the Forest fans tonight. Had so many messages talking about Faraz. Uh, <laughs> clearly a very sensible fan base looking out for other clubs. Let's hope we don't get this fella. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Weirdly, though, last time I went to the Valley with you, Dave. Yes. Uh, I think we must have both been in the championship at the time, both teams. Yeah. Uh, we were in the boardroom with the man himself, Fawaz al Hassawi, and I went to talk to him and his family for a while because he, <laughs> he was... Yeah, he was doing all right at the time. We, Matt was having a full roast dinner, as was I, <laughs> and uh, just calmly got up, dabbed the corners of his mouth, put his napkin down and said, I'm just going to go and talk to a fridge magnate. And I just thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> so I was left there just rolling around yeah. on my own while Matt made his way off. So he's coming, but, you know, he can't be any worse than our current owner, Roland Duchelat, who doesn't even turn up. Wow. I mean, even if this guy just... You know, puts his hand in his pocket well, to allegedly money, buy bottled yeah. water. Yeah. Is he rich? He's got a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of money in fridges in okay. Q8 by the looks of it. So not very likable, but rich. And you'll have to have his his fridge company sponsor your shirts as well, which is a bit embarrassing. Already wearing it. <laughs> Welcome, Fazaz. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. I should have bought her a kebab. That was my first thought this oh, morning. God. It's like I was back in GCSE drama. How dare you? Acting out some sort of scene. I'm just letting the people at um, DC Universe know I am am willing to take on the role of Superman Uh, as Henry Cavill has quit. Yeah. So let's have a little in memoriam of Henry Cavill as Superman. Um, What were your thoughts on on Henry Cavill as Superman? You know what? I never watched any Superman films with him in because I can't ever watch anyone else as Superman. Other than Christopher Reeve. Other than Christopher Reeve. We were just talking about this. It was difficult. What Christopher did so well was he not only was strapping and handsome as Superman, but he had comedy timing. Yes, he did. He played the geeky, nerdy Clark Kent very well. Yeah. Yeah, and the contrast between the two, whereas I think that Henry Cavill, when he's trying to be nerdy Clark Kent, just looks like a really, really handsome hipster. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah, thing that lets him down. Uh, yeah. Glenn, I know you've got Superman pyjamas, <laughs> so uh, you, you <laughs> revealed this I on the show yesterday. I have never, ever seen a Superman film, and I'm what? utterly ashamed of that. <laughs> never, ever, I've never seen a Superman film. 
But you've got the pyjamas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah is that weird? That's even weirder. There was an amazing stat from the early 90s that more people had bought a T-shirt for the band James and actually bought their album. So you're kind of one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't name any of a Superman songs. Couldn't name any. Are you not tempted to see a Superman film? I think so. Oh, no, sorry. I saw Batman v Superman. I saw that a couple of years ago, but I don't know if that's been sort of... wasn't in from the record, is it? Okay, right, fine, fine, fine. Um, okay, so, wow, two out of the three people I can talk to about this on the radio I'm haven't so seen a Superman movie, yet one of them owns pyjamas. I know enough about, like, I know the plots of them and stuff like that. Okay, um, Emma, no. come to my rescue. You know I haven't seen any of them. You haven't seen Henry, no one's seen... No. This is why they're getting rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> no one's interested we in rest our anymore. case. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, I woke up with an earworm of Ernie by Benny Hill in my head. It was going, but Ernie got his cocoa there three times every week. Oh, yeah. Help me from Rigsby. Oh, dear. There were Ernie loved a widow, a lady known as Sue. She lived all alone in Lily Lane. At number 22. <laughs> they said she was too good for him. She was ordinary, proud and chic. But Ernie got his cocoa there three times every week, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you look like you've never heard this before. Have you Have you heard this before? You've yeah, I've never before. heard this. We've heard it before, and we're yeah. millennials. I was just a, yeah. I'm a millennial. Stop saying that. I'm just at the very, very <laughs> far <laughs> end of it. My parents would always be like, do you want to watch Superman? I'd be like, no, I want to listen to Ernie the Fastest Milkman in the West. Yeah, you had those Ernie pyjamas, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you loved those Ernie pyjamas. Although, by this formula, I should be the one with the Ernie pyjamas because oh, yeah. I've never heard of it. Um, I've now had this new... It's a new one on me. Okay. That's oh, a great song. What, what, tell right? me about it, Matt. Where, what's well, it was, a, it was a number one hit single <laughs> right. in 1971. Okay. How times have changed. And it was from the <laughs> Benny Hill show, of course, wasn't it? But, you, I mean, you do have one amazing fact about Benny Hill, don't you? Dave? I do, of course. He Which played Professor Peach in The Italian Job, in, the classic yeah, heist yeah, movie, yeah. which, of course, starred Sir Michael Caine and Sir Michael and Ray Winston are on the show a little later nice. this morning. It's all connected. My first thought was meat. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> that was just that's it. Wow. That is it. First call. thought, a day in the office, then a four-hour drive to Blackpool for a meeting tomorrow. Yay, from Kevin in Peterborough. Um, knowing that you've got a big day ahead can affect your mood, can't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. So, Things can, yeah. How far in advance will you get the, let the shadow of something coming hang over your head? Yeah. If it's Monday morning, which is tough enough, but you know you've got something huge on Thursday, yeah. will it affect you then or will it not creep in until the Thursday morning? I, I used to work at a restaurant when I was at uni and I hated it so much that whenever I finished work on Sunday, I didn't have to work there again until the Friday, but I'd wake up on Monday morning and think, oh, I'm back at work this week. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It hangs over you, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Tom the Sparky, do frogs ever do backstroke? <laughs> what a first thought to yeah, have. Yeah, to mix it up a bit. They never do, do they? They never mix <laughs> yeah. it up, do they? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Tom the Chippy, uh, shouldn't have had a whole Domino's pizza straight before bed. Proper meat sweats. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, I think collectively, as a team, our first thought is, Emma, are you OK? Yeah. We saw your post on yeah. social yesterday. My first thought was, ouch. It looks nasty. <laughs> yeah, it, um, so I had a fall whilst running. I had a fall, um, my, only my second fall running in 10 years, though, which I think is quite wow. a good record. Good I think so, too. I mean, you're a marathon runner. You do this to a kind of semi-professional level. <laughs> 
<laughs> would have gone that far. I've seen you walk down the stairs backwards. <laughs> I know that you've suffered for your art. You should see me trying to walk up the stairs today. <laughs> oh, it I, was I a can struggle. imagine. Because um, yesterday uh, we were going to do first thoughts. We didn't have time for it in the end. And I was going to ask you. I wondered if your eyebrows had dried sufficiently for you to be able to go jogging again. Yes, I, I broke the fourteen-day rule and I went running again after seven days. But don't. And this is how karma got you. Eyebrow karma struck. That's with the right. Fall. Yeah. yeah. That was my beautician wishing that on me. <laughs> Are you okay though? I'm okay. I'm just very bruised and a bit stiff. Well, we wish you a speedy recovery you. from your grazes and bruises. Um, most other first thoughts now are fully focused on Ernie by Benny Hill. Mm. I must admit, uh, the fact that uh, Emma and yourself, Glenn, had heard of this was a bit of a curveball for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't. I have no idea where your references come from. And every day's a new adventure. And I, and I love that. Don't change. Um, Matt, people want to hear it again. Yeah, there's a clamour of people saying they want to hear it. Darren says, my dad had the 12-inch album of Ernie. <laughs> and the title track was so popular in my house as a kid that we listened to it every morning in the car on the school run. I don't know how they did that with a record, but I mean, you know, he doesn't say, bumping all over the place. any detail on that. But Darren, for Darren alone, we need to hear more of it. Okay, surely. Here we go. As you are. She was too good for him. She was oldy, proud and chic. Have we checked the lyrics on this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's talking about an animal there. Every week. They called him Ernie. Ernie. He drove the fastest milk cart in the West. Right, I'm going to have to stop it there. When, <laughs> when she said I want to bathe in milk, we, we, we got, we're going we're to leave it there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. We're right now with your help at 8.12.15 or, of course, on tweet at Absolute Radio. Hashtag relatively famous. And this comes about because the team were at Pizza Express and amongst the doughballs... There was a bombshell, and it came via our very own Glenn. Glenn, would you please furnish everybody with the information as to who you are related to? Uh, my fourth cousin uh, was former US President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. No, that I've never met him. Uh, and <laughs> no. Obviously, it's now too late. Um, <laughs> yeah. He never yeah. sent you a Christmas card no, or anything nothing, when you were younger, no. Uh, but that was the bombshell amongst the dough balls of Pizza Express. Wow. Um, how did you find this out? My, my parents sort of brought it up in a really blasé fashion <laughs> as I was growing up. And it was sort of, like, oh, it's some relative. And we tried to sort of work it out. But it was like, no, it'd be great grandmother's cousin. That sort of thing. And so it's like, it's quite, it's very sort of distant. There would have been no circumstance under which I would have ever met him. Oh, it. really? But it's, it's amazing. A film star and a politician in one. A pre- two boxes. And a newsreader. Oh, you're talking about him. Tick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then off the heels of that, Emma, please tell everyone who, who you're related to. This is bigger. <laughs> is this it? is huge. Yeah, this is... It's Billy Piper. Billy Whoa. Piper? Yeah. And what relation are you to her? Our, so I think we're actually very distant, but our grandparents were cousins with each other. So Billy Piper's grandmother is your grandmother's cousin? My granddad's cousin. Your granddad's cousin. Yeah. What? Right. That's amazing. So I don't know right. what that makes us. Um, well, from Ronald Reagan, former President Ronald Reagan and Billy Piper, national treasure, uh, we move on to producer Dave's, who's a cousin of, of Paul Tonkinson, <laughs> the Tonks, yeah, yeah. a very lovely man, a very funny man. Very yes. Uh, and the reason we bring this up is when did you decide to tell Paul Tonkinson that you were related to him? Um, when I was producing his breakfast show <laughs> on a previous radio station. That's one of the creepiest things you've ever done. That's like when Kat Slater revealed she was Zoe's mum on his I'm your second cousin twice removed! See you tomorrow, Paul! The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Hashtag relatively famous.
Is there a famous relative? We'd like to hear about them at 8.12.15. Kate from Watford gets the ball rolling. She is second cousin to DJ and producer Armin Van Buren. Um, Matt, where does Armin Van Buren appear on the DJ list of top <laughs> DJs? 23rd list. on the DJ list. 23rd. Yeah, He's up there. Kate, your second cousin is the 23rd greatest DJ producer in the world, Armin Van Buren. Make sure he gets you something nice for your birthday. Yeah. Um, Dave and the team, my grandmother's brother is Posh Spice's great-grandmother. That's from Mark in Leighton Buzzer. We're going to run past the facts again on that. It's almost like doing the voiceover. Who do you think you are? My grandmother's brother is Posh Spice's great-grandfather, Mark from Leighton Buzzard. Wow. That's a good one, isn't it? Uh, keep them coming. 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. At Wix, 25-kilogram Mastercrete Original Cement is just £3.87 a bag when you use your Trade Pro discount. Price includes VAT. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. We're discussing your famous relatives after a recent excursion to Pizza Express. Uh, Glenn dropped the bombshell amongst the doughballs that he is uh, related to Ronald Reagan. See that coming. Also, I'd like to start this with an apology. Um, Kate from Watford said uh, that she was the second cousin of the world 23rd world best DJ Armin Van Buren. That was from Lars, not from Kate. So, <laughs> yeah. apology to Lars and any Kates in Watford. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. You're not related to Armin Van Buren. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, predictive text issue. Weirdly, they could spell Armin Van Buren, no problem, but yeah. not the word Lars. But Lars came Lars. through as late, so we yeah. just presumed it yeah. was Kate. <laughs> Anyway, uh, my grandmother's brother is possible. Oh, we've done that one. Um, morning, Dave and the team. My granddad's second cousin is Elvis Costello. Oh, very, yes, very nice. Hi, Dave and Co. I'm related to Pat Jennings and Nick Faldo. What? <laughs> I wonder if Pat Jennings knows he's related to Nick Faldo. That's yeah. the question. What? Apparently, my mum is second cousins with Terry Venables. <laughs> Never met anyone that side of the family from James in Brentwood. And now joining us online one, we have Keith. Good morning to you, Keith. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, you're calling us from Stock in Essex. Always nice to receive yep. a phone call from there, and thanks for taking the time to do so. So let me get this straight. You are related to a former James Bond? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You're related no. to a uh, member of The Who? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Getting my adulteries mixed up there. <laughs> I really should read these before we go live. Um, but I, I've got some amazing news for you. Surprise, surprise, you are related. <laughs> um, so how are you related to The Who then, Keith? Um, my mum is or was uh, fifth cousin to Roger Daltrey. Wow, so fifth cousin once removed to Roger Daltrey, so your mum's four times great-grandmother... Grandfather. Grandfather (laughs) was his four times great-grandmother. No, great-grandfather even. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Keith. Um, Now tell me if this is true or not. Um, Did he ever send a birthday card and a signed photo? He did. He sent a birthday card to my mum. And he sent me a signed photo. So, yes, that, is, that bit's true. You got that bit right. Well, I'm glad I got that bit right because that's the nice bit. Keith, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Next yeah. time you call in, I promise I'll be better, OK? Brilliant. OK. You take care. Cheers, Keith. Oh. Uh, troublesome, that was. Oh, dear, <laughs> yeah. dear, dear, dear. So, I'm fifth cousin once removed to Roger Daltrey from The Who, not from James Bond. So, my mum's four times great-grandfather was his four times great-grandfather. He sent me a birthday card and sent me a signed photo. Such a nice guy from Keith from Stock in Essex. Yeah. Let's clear that up, then. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. 7.39 on your Thursday morning and brand new film The Predator is out in cinemas now. And to mark the release, I want to give away a top-of-the-range HTC VR headset along with a 32-gigabyte iPad to a true fan of the Predator franchise. Matt, what does the Predator franchise mean to you? Excellent. The original came out in the year, best year of my life, 1987. Oh, what a year. What a year. And this really topped off the year. The day Glenn Gretton brought in a VHS copy and shared it with all the kids that were too young to watch it. Well, one amazing film it was. Of course, um, it had Arnie in it, as as we know. And then also Apollo Creed was in it as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Carl Weathers was in it. My real hero of that was the actor Bill Duke. He was the one with the big kind of automatic machine gun. But I I thought he, because I was obviously very young, I thought he just had a load of hubba-bubber in one side of his cheek. And that's what he was chewing. So he was chewing tobacco. (laughs) Which is a terrible habit for me to get into when I was only nine. Uh, Luckily, I kicked that habit. Uh, So to win that VR headset and iPad, you just have to tell me which one of the following statements about the film is true. A, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in the original 1987 film masked his heat signature from the Predator's thermal sensor using thick mud. B, the majority of the film was shot on location in Milton Keynes. Mm -hmm. Or C, the 1990 sequel was nearly called Predator, back in the habit, until it was revealed that Sister Act (laughs) 2 was to be released with an identical tagline. So which one of those statements is true? Call now on 0330 123 1215. You have five minutes to enter, which is until when, Producer Dave? 7.45. 7.45. That's 0330 123 1215. Then we'll get some callers on to play for the VR headset and the iPad, all thanks to The Predator, out in cinemas. Now. And to mark the release, I have an HTC VR headset and a 32GB iPad to give away to a Predator superfan. We love Predator. Some people questioning whether it was Bill Duke who used the big gun. Yeah. It was Bill yeah. Duke who used the big gun. Yeah, the big gun. I think, I believe, he also shaved using a big knife. Ah, yes, <laughs> that does ring a bell. Just a yeah, film full yeah. of hard people, wasn't it, Predator? Yeah. Jesse Ventura also had a big gun. I mean, they, there was a lot of big guns in it. There's a lot of big it? guns in yeah. it. That's what we've come to expect. Uh, so, right now, hoping to win those amazing prizes in Norwich we have Mike on line one good morning to you Mike hi how you doing very good my friend and how are you yeah not too bad thanks uh, so you had to tell us oh, oh okay good luck with that uh, you had to tell <laughs> us which one of the following was true Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in the original 1987 film masked his heat signature from the Predator's thermal sensors using thick mud B the majority of the latest film was shot on location in Milton Keynes or C the 1990 sequel was nearly called Predator back in the habit which one of those is true Mike it was the one where he's covered in thick mud it's the one where he's covered in thick mud. Has won you the VR headset and the iPad. Congratulations. Uh, now, Mike, producer Dave tells me you want to hit us with a little fact about Predator. Yeah, the original film, um, the Predator was supposed to be played, well, Jean-Claude Van Damme went for the role of the Predator, uh... but he didn't, he didn't get it because he was too short. <laughs> there we go. There's your Predator fact of the day. Mike, wow. thank you for tuning in. Enjoy your prize. It's a pleasure talking to you. Lovely job. Thank you. Cheers, Mike. Take care now. Uh, you'll have another chance to prove your fandom for all things The Predator and win more amazing prizes with our very own Pete Donaldson on Home Time this afternoon from 4. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 
Each week at this time, we like to join a new club or society as recommended by you. The more weird, well, the more wonderful, in our opinion. So far, we've become members of the Cloud Appreciation Society, thanks to Joanne. The Sealed Knot, a battle reenactment society. The Pylon Appreciation Club, thanks to Liam. And just last week, who could forget the Peak District Mining Historical Society, thanks to dear listener David, who also recommended a pub we should go to after yeah. we finished uh, Down the Mines. Um, and today we meet someone who has described um, the sub of the society as an oasis in a sea of tarmac. Please welcome to the show, in Redditch, we have Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning to you. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us and recommend a club or society. Please tell all our listeners, what is an oasis in a sea of tarmac? Well, it's a roundabout. It's, on it's the a roundabout, <laughs> obviously. Um, so what's the full name, uh, the full title of your club? It's the UK Roundabout Appreciation Society, and I'm the president of that society. My official title is Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking to the main man, the big big guy, the head honcho's on the show. Um, So uh, how many members do you have? Uh, How often do you all get together, and what do you discuss and do? Yeah, we meet on a bi-monthly basis in, in a Redditch pub and we swap data and photographs. If someone's been on holiday, say, uh, recently a, a member of ours went to Cuba and he brought back his, his photographs of the roundabouts there in Havana and that's what makes it all so interesting. There's nothing more expressive than the one-way gyratory. If you put anything on a roundabout, I've seen fountains, statues, trains, boats, planes, yeah. you name it. Anything can go on the roundabout, and I think that's what makes them so special. Um, so what would a person need? Like, we're now joining uh, your, your society. What would somebody need to, to get involved? What are the basic tools that one oh, should arm themselves with? It's such an, an, an easy hobby to take up. Uh, all, all you need is your camera and, and a phone, a, a notepad, measuring tapes up sometimes, <laughs> and, uh, a thermos flask and an anorak. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, are there any health and safety issues? You, you mentioned measuring roundabouts there. That sounds like an extreme sport, almost. Yeah, it is a bit extreme roundabout, and isn't it? You've got to be careful when you cross a road. Obviously, you've got to do the highway code and everything. Uh, And it's frowned upon these days to to walk around on roundabouts. But in the old days, uh, they used to encourage people to have a wander around uh, the roundabouts in the early days of the, the 20s. Um, well, I mean, I love... Uh, we've got a new tagline for the show already, just talking to you, Kevin, which, of course, uh, the Daybreak Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, there's nothing more expressive than a one-way gyratory, which is fantastic, <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, Matt, I know you have a question. Well, I mean, just one question uh, about the area of Hemel Hempstead. Uh-huh. I think you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, you've tickled Kevin there! Magic <laughs> the magic roundabout, the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, they've, got, they've probably got a better one in Swindon, in Have Swindon's they? Magic oh. Roundabout. Uh, oh, they've got one as well? Yeah, yeah, which is probably the most famous one, because that was the, the very first Magic Roundabout. I mean, the traffic goes around the opposite way. It's the white knuckle-ride of all roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like one, day trips there. one big roundabout, and then it has little offshoot roundabouts yeah, around the roundabout. Routine what we call PMTs, the Painted Mini Traffic Islands. Right, OK, <laughs> of course. Um, we know <laughs> you're, you're clearly very passionate about this and we know that you've gained a lot of publicity for your love of roundabouts That's over the years, Kevin. Oh, we, I've had film crews for, for, from America, uh, J- Japan, Australia. 
I was on I was on uh, Australian Breakfast TV the, the, the other month. <laughs> what, were you, what were they? What were you talking about with them? I mean, what, what specifically? What part of roundabouting was it? Well, well their, their roundabout capital is Canberra. Their, their houses of Parliament are on a, a roundabout, which no. just goes to show you can put anything on a roundabout. Yeah. And in, in Wellington, in New Zealand, their national cricket ground is on a roundabout. Is it really? Yes, wow. indeed. Um, I know you have a fact about Peter Shilton, Matt. Peter Shilton, yeah, I think it was before the 1979 European Cup final. They couldn't have anywhere to train, and I'm pretty sure Peter Shilton trained on a roundabout in Madrid before the game. Ooh, that, that, that's, that's worth knowing, yeah? yeah. Oh, you've oh, you <laughs> added a little one, bit of you? social yeah. ammo to <laughs> Kevin's armoury. Yeah, Very I'm nice. Of that, yeah. I mean, look at, look at the Arc de Triomphe is a roundabout with its yeah. 12 exhilarating exits. We call that a gyratory galactico. <laughs> 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 Um, well, Kevin, look, we, we've learned so much. It's been such a charm having you on the show. We are fully paid up members. Don't you worry about that. But there's one final question. Where, in your expert opinion, is the greatest roundabout on planet Earth? Oh. Well, that, that, that's a good one. I think the working windmill in Holgate in, in York, they've actually got a, a windmill that produces flour on a roundabout. So fantastic, oh. is that? That is wow. fantastic. Kevin, you know, I, what I love in life, I love people who are enthusiastic. What yeah. they're enthusiastic about is, is it's your own business, but it's nice to have someone on the show who talks so passionately about something. And once again, there is nothing more expressive than a one-way gyratory. That really is a, a lovely saying to leave it on. Kevin, uh, send our love to our other members of the Roundabouting Society, and we'll speak to you very soon. Give it up for Kevin, everybody. What Thank a charm. You. Thank you, Kevin. My pleasure. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and Absolute Radio, good morning. As promised, please welcome my guests, Ray Winston and Sir Michael Kane. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. What a pleasure. Um, you starred separately uh, in two of the greatest heist movies of all time, Ray in Sexy Beast yeah. and Sir Michael, of course, in The Italian Job. I'd like to show this, actually. Uh, the times I've met you both previously, you were kind enough to sign a DVD cover for my parents, and this is we're Bob joking. and Mal's dining room Blimey. with you both oh, hanging up there. So thank amazing, you for that. Isn't it, eh? We love that, so thank you. Um, how is it heisting together in King of Thieves. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I loved it, yeah. It enjoyed it. every moment. You know, very rarely you have that much fun on a set and it goes onto the screen, you know. So it doesn't always work that way, does no. it? Well, we've known each other, like, for a long, long time. Right, we've okay. worked, He played my son in the last orders. Yeah. His mum was Helen Mirren, by the way, if you yeah. want. Well, there's another nice yeah, little car she got there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so it's nice to know, because obviously, well, there's so many, but Michael Gambon and Jim Broadbent, to name but two. Uh, Tom it? Courtney. Tom Courtney. Yeah. Um, amazing. So it was it was nice camaraderie on set when oh, you guys fabulous. were making the oh, film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it was about comrades mm -hmm. on the screen, the real people. Yeah. Until halfway through the picture, yeah. and they all got their money, and it all went wrong. <laughs> and it inevitably slipped and then away. It was yeah. all a load of enemies. Um, what What is the challenge as as actors bringing a, a real life story to the big screen? Is Is that a different challenge to some, a character that's been written? Yeah, well, I mean, well, for a start, you've got to learn how did they speak. I wanted to meet him, my guy. The police wouldn't let me, or wouldn't let the writer meet him, and the screenwriter. Oh, okay. And the screenwriter did something else. He went and met his daughter, and and uh, um, she said to him, "Who's playing my father in the film?" And he said, "Michael Caine." And she said, "He's too common." <laughs> now I knew he was a, I knew he was a Cockney, and I thought, "Now why has she said that?" And I looked him up, and I, I found out the reason why. 
is because he married a woman from Dulwich. Oh, OK. Who was quite posh. Yeah, you, yeah. Nice And then they lived in Blackheath. So I thought, this is going to be an easy one for you because you're a cockney who's calmed it down so that everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I did 120 loops for Alfie in America and he didn't know what the hell I was saying. <laughs> well, I, I was born and raised in Cholton, which is technically Blackheath Slopes, as they like to call it in the yeah, local well, estate slightly agents. less classy. Yeah, it? slightly less classy. It's you're low, you're right, Sir Michael. Very low, yeah, very low. How you're far right. down the slope were you? Well, quite, <laughs> as you can tell, quite far down the slope. Now, gentlemen, as I have you here, uh, and I'd like to talk about a big piece of news in, in my life and a topic we've been covering on the show. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our first child. Ah, congratulations. Well, thank you, Ray. Thank you, Sir Michael. I wondered if you had any advice for me or, or any of the first-time fathers listening to the show right now. Yeah, um, let your wife get on with it. OK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was exactly, yeah, yeah. Put your wife on the side nearest the baby so she gets up. OK, <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting this in the... I'm writing yeah, this yeah. down. OK. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to sleep, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. And get yourself a pair of earplugs. A pair yeah. of earplugs. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, stick around. We're going to chat some more next. Okay. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. King of Thieves, a very enjoyable movie, uh, based, of course, on the little, real life hat and garden robbery. Uh, as you touched on already, Sir Michael, uh, it, it all starts very chummy, it's very lovely, and then inevitably, once they have yeah. uh, done the robbery, things start to fall apart. Yeah. Now, this leads to many things, which I won't go into too much because I don't want to spoil it for everyone going yeah, to see it exactly, when it's out yeah. tomorrow in cinemas. But it does involve a point where, Ray, you get to do a Michael Caine impression. Yeah, I do. I was, I <laughs> How was, was that? I was quite surprised with myself, to be honest right, with you. Right, it was very good. I'm not very good at that sort of stuff, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. How did you feel about it, yeah, Michael? Yeah, my name is Michael Caine. Not many people know that. <laughs> right, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, well, but who's your favourite? You've got a favourite who does your... Uh, Tom Hanks. He, he, he does the best one. Well, isn't it weird to have, you know, an Oscar winning actor of, of such fine standing in Tom Hanks doing the best impression of you. That's yeah, lovely. I was reading once, he said, he said, I, I became an actor when, when I, I saw you. I said, wait, so my, my dad took me in a, in a drive-in theatre when I was a little boy to see Zulu. Right, OK. He said, right. and I saw you in Zulu. He said, and I thought, I'd like to do that. He said, so I became an actor. How amazing. Just another that's part of a legacy. Me, no, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Um, so, Michael, would you mind putting your headphones on? Because uh, what we've been doing on the show is we've been looking for people Ooh, who can... Blimey, Hello. Oh, Hi. Good morning. You can, <laughs> you can really hear the Cholton coming through now, can't you, Sir Michael? <laughs> yeah, oh, blah, I never do that. I was, li- I was listening. I thought I was going mutton here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right. Um, so our <laughs> listeners got in touch in their thousands with their impressions, and yeah. we would like to do the first ever edition of Cane Idol. Ray, mm. you can help out. We We'd like you to critique the following impressions from our listeners and tell us if there's a winner in any of this. OK, right. go on then. OK, and we begin with this one. Hi, my name's Rebecca and I'm calling from Inverness. I'm Michael Caine. What do you think of Rebecca in Inverness? <laughs> oh, was that the impression? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. Mind you, your Scottish is very good, though, isn't it? Yeah, I talk like that. <laughs> it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we'll turn it back on ourselves. All right, we'll move, we'll move on from Rebecca. Yeah. OK, here we go. Okay. What, what about this one? Here we go. This is from Jay. Hi, my name's Jay Winter. I'm from Bromley. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. He sounded that's, Australian. That's not, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to get in a different. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Oh, yeah. Doors off? 
Yeah, blow the bloody doors off. Off? <laughs> yeah, because he blew up the whole car. And he's from he? Bromley. He's from Bromley. And he's he sounded Australian. Australia. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? What are the odds? <laughs> a lot of Australians came from Bromley. It's a bit South London. Early on, yeah. And yeah. finally, we have James. Uh, this is the final one. It's not been going too Where's well so far. Where's James from? He's living in Austria. He's originally from Devon. Here we go. My name is James. I live in Austria, and I'm originally from South Devon. For God's sake, woman, I told you, I don't want to do it. Very good. Very good. good. Yeah. I thought that was very good, yeah. but I didn't want to... It's the no, Germanic no, in it. No. OK, one was a bit Australian, one was a bit Scottish, one was a touch German, but yeah. I think that we're Even overall... the best one, the German The last one. Yeah, 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 Austria, yeah. 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 James is the best one. I told you... I don't want to do it. Gentlemen, uh, thank you for all the uh, new fatherly advice. Thank you for talking to me uh, about the heritage of certain characters and thanks for talking about The Brilliant King of Thieves, which is out in cinemas tomorrow. Please give it up for Sir Michael Caine and Ray Winston. Everybody. Thank, thank you very, you very much. much. Thank, thank you. you. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, that was such fun. Thank you. Lads. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. What a pleasure to have Ray Winston and Sir Michael Caine on the show. You can see the first ever edition of Kane Idol by following us on Twitter at Absolute Radio and of course on the Absolute Radio Facebook page and the full interview will be available on the daily podcast. You know you have made it as one of the biggest icons in movie history when you're talking about Tom Hanks and you go, you know, the American actor. <laughs> yeah, I thought we have yeah. heard of Tom Hanks. Thanks for that, Michael. Yeah, we're aware of what you mean. Um, right, so coming up in the next hour... Um, the Parker's New Car Awards are back for 2019. Um, and as a little treat for us, they're sending three prestige motor vehicles to outside the studio. And one of the four, three of the four of us are going to be getting driven to wherever we want to be in style. The other person will be walking or getting the usual public transport. Uh, that's very exciting. So with that in mind, we thought part of the Daily Smash should be anything to do with cars. And as we've just had Ray Winston and Sir Michael Caine on the show, we thought the other part should be movies. So coming up next at 8 12, 15, or on Twitter at Absolute Radio, the Daily Smash is anything to do with cars and anything to do with movies. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Wix are now the only national DIY retailer offering a full kitchen design and installation service with a free design appointment and a fully managed installation service. Let's do it right. It's time for the Daily Smash. We're doing cars versus movies. And as always, the ones from around the studios. I know what you did last Hummer. <laughs> if that had gone down really well, I would have claimed it as my own, but that was oh, producer uh, Dave's, just so you know. That's how it's going to work from now on in. I was like, thanks for the help, mate. I've been struggling with this one. It dies on air. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Hocus Focus. Oh. Nice. Oh, nice. That, that was mine. Definitely mine. Uh, Ford Escort XR3 iRobot. That was my other one. Um, so there we go. Matt Dyson. Uh, Dacia me if you van. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hopland Rover Discovery. Oh, wow. And Volkswagen Beetlejuice. Very oh, nice. Good. Glenn. Nissan Impossible. Very oh, good. Uh, yeah. Hyundai, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> oh, nice. And uh, Truly Madly Jeeply. Oh, oh, fantastic. And finally, Emma. Star Wars The Porsche Awakens. <laughs> Renault Country for Old Men <laughs> and Home on the Range Rover. Oh, good. Oh. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Thank you very much, Steve, for getting in touch. We begin with you, me and Capri. 
Kung Fu Fiat Panda from Anthony in Guildford. Tango and Kashkai from Rodshaw from Egham. The Honda Rocks the Cradle, very good from Michael in Horsham. Mondeo of the Jackal from Denim Barking. <sighs> Saving Prius Ryan. Toyota Story. A Bridge to Ferrari. Car Wars starring Harrison Ford Escort. All from Rob Knowles in Old Hill. Uh, Great work, Rob. Uh, My Left Fiat from Denim Barking <laughs> again. That's really good. <laughs> and Channing Estatum. No name on that one. Thank you very much. Uh, on Twitter, Close Encounters of the Ford Kind from Real Jim B. Magic Micra from Yummy Mummy 85. <laughs> Die Larder from Chris Stamper. Uh, St- Starsky and Clutch suggests Mike. <laughs> and uh, uh, Architects, uh, Life Architects suggest. Uh, I've got to get this right, it's a hard one. Okay. Hatchbackity and the Sunroof Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of works. <laughs> it's a double hit tonight. Very good. Russell Oakley, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Mazdavan. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is good. Well done to you, Russell. Thank you. The Daily Smash will be along again soon. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Right now at Wix, there's 50% off kitchen showroom units when you buy five or more. Let's do it right. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's 9.34 on Thursday morning and the Parker's New Car Awards are back for 2019. If you don't know, Parker's is a website designed to offer the best advice and information when it comes to deciding on what car you should buy next. And nominations have just been announced for this year's awards ceremony. Head to parkers.co.uk slash awards. Vote now and see all the awards categories, including the brand new People's Choice Award. Now, to mark this incredible news, Parkers have literally just dropped off some top-of-the-range cars to take us home at 10am. And here's the catch. They've sent three, meaning someone is going to be walking home. But outside in London's Golden Square, there is a Mercedes S-Class, a VW Touareg and an Audi R8. Now, I have producer Dave stood behind me. Good morning, producer Dave. Good morning, Dave. And as always, <laughs> he is clutching one of those clicky wheels of destiny. <laughs> uh, just to let you know, he follows me around with this all day long. It's like, <laughs> it's like a Danny Wallace novel. I can't make a decision without it. Right, so, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to spin the wheel and determine the car, and then I'm going to pluck one of our names, which are currently in the helmet that we use for the Ooh. race to the Isle of Wight Festival. Oh, you remember right. this, man? Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, it's back. Um, so, uh, shall we shall we see the first car? Let's do it's very it. exciting, right. this, isn't it? Okay, Emma, Glenn, Matt and myself, good luck. Um, Dave, spin that. Whoa, what are you doing with your left hand oh, for? Oh, he's a left hander, he's spinning yeah. backwards. Oh, oh, okay, here we go. Will it work? Give it a go, spin that wheel. Oh, he's spinning drops it. Oh. It is the very swanky Audi R8. Ooh. That is going to be driving one of us home. Yes. I have a little ruffle around in the helmet. And that person, would you like the... Yes, yeah, please. Would you? The person is, let's unfold this piece of paper. Oh, he's going to look good in it. Matt Dyson! Yeah. You're in the Audi oh. Yes, okay, nice. very good. Yes. Let's put that in there. Uh, Matt, right, I'm not down. walking. What's okay. Result. Spin that wheel, please, producer Dave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's wobbling. <gasps> oh, it's the Mercedes S Class. Another good nice. one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, 
Well, you know, you go to Edinburgh Festival, you totally own oh. things oh. to an award-nominated yes. level. Glenmore, you're going home in the Mercedes S-Class. Excellent. Oh. Thank you. David, nice. me and you. Okay, so we know that we now have the VW Tourag left. Yeah. Thank you. That, that's it. He's we spun. don't need to spin. No, no we don't need to. Uh, so we're going to pick one name out. It's either oh. you or I. Oh. Um, where have you got to walk home to? Streatham. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a long way <laughs> to go. It's a long way to go. Okay. I'm trying to see if there's a little sneaky bit of the letter I can see on the crumpled paper, but I can't. The final person getting a car, thanks to Parker's, is. Oh! Yes! Oh. Oh. That's not as meant to work! Get it. <laughs> um, well, congratulations, you all. Let's just pick this, see if. Yeah, Dave Berry, yeah. Dave Berry is walking, walking home. home. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Home. Um, so congratulations, Glenn. You are in the Mercedes S-Class. VW Touareg for you, Emma. And Matt, you're getting in the Audi oh, R8. Yes. Um, and I'm going to be walking. But thanks very much indeed. That was that was fun. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. And that's it from the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, to be precise. It's all good when you forget the name of your own show. <laughs> but have we learnt anything? I don't know what's been wrong with me today. <laughs> Earlier on, we were talking about famous relatives, and I got Roger Daltrey and Timothy Dalton mixed up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> weird, Much to yeah. the dismay of the caller who yeah. taken the time to call in. <laughs> um, but famous relatives, that was one of the downsides of it as a textual topic. It had many upsides, didn't it, Matt? It did, yeah. Well, some uh, real extremes of big-name celebrity and quite minor celebrity in ones we didn't have time for. Mick in Sheffield got in touch to say that his uh, nana... Uh, always told him that he was related to the great Barry Crocker. Who's Barry Crocker? I hear you Who's asked. Barry Crocker? He's the singer of the original Neighbours oh. theme tune on the TV show. Everyone needs good friends. And uh, Mick is uh, the second cousin's son. Uh, of Barry Crocker. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> what a connection. But then we got this amazing one, uh, which um, I think is anonymous. When I was nine years old, my mother told me that my cousin Michelle Marie had a part in a TV show, but as it was only showed in the States, we couldn't see it. I pretty much forgot about this, apart from my mum occasionally mentioning her when her acting career was going well. Then I was 14 years old, and my mum came downstairs and told me a new poster in my bedroom was inappropriate, because it was a poster of my cousin, which turned out to be Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> His mother's mate, the mother's maiden name was Taverna. Michelle Pfeiffer's mother's name was Taverna. Uh, I've met Michelle a couple of times since. The first being the most embarrassing, as my mum mentioned the poster. <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> oh, imagine having a picture of your own cousin in the Catwoman, <laughs> the Catwoman latex hanging awkward. above your bed. Yeah. That is quite awkward, isn't it? Well, let's leave it there, shall we? Uh, don't forget to download the Daily podcast we really appreciate it when you do uh, we'll be back tomorrow when you wake up leona's up next thanks for tuning in arrivederci the dave berry breakfast show podcast with wix let's do it right podcast done absolute radio